Good afternoon, Rob Port here on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you, Vitzeal. How are you? Very good. You got me with muffin in my mouth today. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. It's Friday, so you're falling apart a little bit. No, I needed a freaking snack. <laughs> I got to stay. What commercial ended- breaks are for? Well, we had a bit of a commercial break, but Eric Johnson right. and I were talking about hot lunches in schools and. All right. Hot lunches in school. How does that subject come up? Because the muffin that I am eating right now is the exact same kind of muffin that I would have on what I called muffin lunch days when hot lunch was terrible and I had forgotten to pack a cold lunch. We had this little cart that had like extra snack type foods you could get like muffins and Rice Krispie bars and granola bars and things. And I would have this stupid double chocolate muffin. And so now I've been like transported back to my days of high school a decade ago. It seemed to me like there was a big, there was a very wide spectrum in the quality of school lunches when I was in school. Like it was either, it was either great, like it was either something you just loved and were excited about, or it was awful. And there wasn't a lot of in between. Yeah, there, there weren't a whole lot of school lunches that I wouldn't eat, but there were some. And if I had not checked the lunch menu that week and shown up to school on a day where I had forgotten to bring a cold lunch. I was I lived 18 miles away from school. I couldn't drive home and eat a school and eat like a cold lunch and then drive back and be back in time for class. You know, when I was in elementary, uh, our big thing with the school, and I have no idea why we all thought that this was such a good thing or this was cool or this was something desirable, is we always thought that it was cool to get the milk cartons with the ice chunks in it, right? Because I, th- I think when they delivered the milk to the school, some of them were maybe a little too close to the back of the, the refrigerated truck or something. I don't know. But some of them have ice chunks in them. So when we would come through the line, me and all my friends would stand by the little milk cooler and shake the little cartons of milk trying to get the ones with the ice chunks in them. And I don't know why we wanted that. I, I t- Today it sounds gross to me. But back then we thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I don't know. I don't know. We were weird. Uh, open phones today. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Movies, politics, whatever. Call in with what's on your mind. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. I'm all, I, you know what might, might be a fun question for, for a Friday? Uh, is favorite Stephen King book and or movie? Right? I, I mean, he's, he's got a, a ton of them. ton of both. Um, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I, I love Stephen King. I don't think Stephen King, Stephen King's contributions to American literature, and yes, I use the word literature about Stephen King because I think some of his stories, some of his, his books rise to that level. I don't think his contributions get nearly enough attention. I, I think he is one of the best storytellers America has ever produced, and uh, he, he deserves his honor. And, and the reason why I bring it up is there is a new Stephen King movie out in theaters, The Dark Tower. Are you familiar with this story at all? Are you a Stephen King fan? I'm not a Stephen King fan, but I'm very familiar with The Dark Tower series because it's one of my younger the- sister's favorite series. She has a, a beautiful... A, she she I think she took one of her senior pictures with um, her collection of The Dark Tower novels. No kidding. Yeah. The novels, not the... Because they made a comic book version, too. Like no, a comic no, book no. She, I don't think... She, I don't know if she's ever read the comic book series, but the, the novels... The, the, the graphic novels, I guess I should say. Well, yeah, yeah. The, so I don't think she's ever read the graphic novels, but the, the actual uh, text novels, I think she took a senior photograph with. Um, and for Christmas last year, she got 
the the story of like the tr- the Choo Choo Train children's story from yeah, Charlie those books. the Choo Choo. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it got produced into an actual like mock children's book, and she yep. got that for Christmas this year. <laughs> it's it is a it is a wonderful it is it's it's wonderfully weird. It, it's got to be one of the the weirdest serialized sets of novels I, I've ever I've ever read. I, I mean, it's you have you know sort of I mean first of all it's it's sort of science fiction sort of fantasy you have wizards you have magic but you also have like sort of time travel uh you know other dimensions and then you know the protagonist is Roland who is a cowboy gunslinger but he comes from a place called Jalid and has sort of a sort of an Arthurian tradition to it right i mean it's it's the thematically is is very um the story there is is very arthur and and the round table and the knights and lancelot and 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 that betrayal and and everything going on there it is weird i mean it is a it is a weird weird book um and anyway they've made a movie out of it and and so far i i don't know what you've heard about the movie so far natil are you planning on going to see it I don't think I will go to see it. I would like to read the, again, it's one of those things where I feel like I should read the books first. Um, But from what I've been, well, there's a lot of book. Yeah, it's going to take you a while. There's like a half dozen books, I think. I think, yeah, I don't remember like seven or something like that. But um, it's not getting very good reviews from what I've seen. It is not. It is not. No. Um, It's, oh, eight books. Boy, I was wrong. Yeah, eight books. So, and, and, and by the way, I mean, the series goes all the way back to, all the way back to um, 1982 was when the first book came out. Uh, 2012 is when the last book came out, and, and the reason why I think, yeah, because the last book was was sort of like a sort of like a prequel thing. It wasn't like like really an advancement of of the story. Anyway, I started reading these books when I was 16. The last book, like the penultimate book in the actual series arc, came out in 2004. So for me. You know, that was, you know, basically a decade of reading these books. And, and anybody who has read the series, you get to the end and the ending is a little frustrating. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to and no spoilers alert here, but just be prepared. The ending can be a little frustrating. But, yeah, I, I wondered how in the world this was going to translate into a movie. I mean, I to me, it, it makes much more sense to go like sort of like the Game of Thrones route and put it on like HBO or Netflix or something like that and make a series out of it, because this this story is is sprawling i mean it's it's huge um with by the way references to like other stephen king works i mean there's a lot of fertile ground here to mine for so i was so surprised when they decided to go the movie route and yeah that's a lot of what i'm hearing is is that the movie in the theaters is you know a lot of people disappointed in it because it it doesn't stay very true to the the stephen king original material although my argument would be well if, if you're trying to condense and I don't even know how much of the story they're telling. But, I mean, if you're trying to condense this monster into an hour and a half, hour, 45-minute, two-hour movie, whatever it is, uh, boy, that um, you're, you're going to have a tough time with that. So I'm not, I'm not surprised maybe that a lot of people are not getting what they expected when they went to the theater. Huh. By the way, the, uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say the other controversial part is they picked Idris Elba, um, who, by the way, is a, is a fantastic actor. Um, very, very good. Uh, he's been in another of uh, uh, he was an American gangster. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. He was a Prometheus um, beast of no nation. Uh, very, very talented actor. Um, he he got cast to play the gunslinger. Now, in the books, the gunslinger is a white guy. 
Uh, Idris Elba is not. Uh, he is a he's a black guy. And a lot of people were upset about that. And, and normally I, I don't really care that much. Like if, if you if, if you switch the race of the actor. But I, I guess to me, because in the books, one of the story arcs in the books, and I have no idea if this is something that made in the movie or not. So maybe it's irrelevant. But one of the things that was two of the main characters, one of them being Roland, the gunslinger, uh, race was kind of a part of their story. Like, like the fact that they were two different races was kind of a part of their story. And I wondered, you know, I don't know how you could just erase that. But anyway, yeah, you're right, Natil. A lot of people uh, not liking the movie so far. Which is really disappointing. I hate it when, when something, especially something that's that important to people that I know, gets twisted up like that. Uh, it, yeah. It, it sort of feels like this is, I don't think it's going to be quite as bad, but it's starting to, on the outset, look like the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. And how people I, 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 hated I that. It, 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 was, it was awful. It was terrible in comparison with this amazing uh, Nickelodeon-produced uh, cartoon series. It was very, very good. And then this live-action film came out, and it was god-awful, and everyone hated it. I guess that's, you know, I, I guess that's the risk you take. It's certainly that's been the case with a lot of Stephen King's books. I mean, some of them have been made into wonderful movies. Others, not so good. So what do you think? Favorite Stephen King movies, favorite Stephen King book. I want to hear from you. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob Report on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. I, I'm just a little sick of politics and everything. I, it doesn't seem like there's anything new under the sun. It's all the same nonsense. And uh, I just wanted to talk about something a little fun. And we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. So... Call in, let us know, and uh, right now I feel like talking about Stephen King and movies and uh, The Dark Tower is out. Uh, I'm probably going to go see it um, just because I'm, I'm a fan of the series. I'm a fan of Stephen King. I see all his movies, and, um, and, and I really like him. Um, my favorite probably Stephen King um, story that was turned into a movie, and I, I liked the movie. The story's good, but the movie is, is a lot better, and, and I think it's something a lot of people don't realize it was a Stephen King story, but uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Indeed. Yeah, I I think it's just it's it's not a it's not a Stephen King. It's not what you would think of as a Stephen King story, right? Because it's 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 real people, right? It's it's just a story. There's no, I mean, there's monsters, but they're they're real world monsters. They're they're human monsters. Um, you know, there's no magic. There's no whatever. It's just a, a real story about real people, and it's it's a good story. And that was uh, the original. It was a it was a novella, uh, and it was called Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption. And then obviously it was just called Shawshank Redemption. That was, I think that's probably my uh, my favorite movie, uh, Stephen King movie adapt adaptation of a Stephen King work. Uh, let's see, we got a, a caller. Dusty wants to weigh in. Go ahead, Dusty. Hello, Dusty. We got are you. That, are you there? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. So glad you brought that one up. Uh, some of my favorite Stephen King books or, or 
stories are ones that you don't necessarily associate with Stephen King. They're the uh, the uh, you know the non horror ones. Uh, Stand sure. by Me is the movie that I yes. really like. Uh, Very good. It was originally originally called The Body. And then, of yep. course, the Green Mile, probably one of my favorite movies very, of all very time. Very, very good as well. And the interesting thing when when the Steve when the when the Green Mile was released, and I remember this, I was actually in the hospital. I had gotten a uh, I gotten in a snowmobile accident. And I ended up in the hospital for a little while, and um, he released those serialized, like like the the original Green Mile books were released um, like not not like a chapter at a time, but I, I think Short like stories, maybe yep. seven seven or eight chunks and he did it sort of like uh like charles dickens used to do right where you know like, like a little part of the story would be released in in a publication like a magazine or something like that and it would it would be serialized so that's how we did it with those books yeah both of those you're right very good the green mile does have a little bit of of mystical like a little bit of magic to it but um obviously not, again not it's not a horror movie it's not it's not what what i think people typically associate with stephen king so you're right it's and i think that's one of the amazing things about stephen king is how he can work outside of his genre and be just 100% comfortable with it wide range yeah he's he's amazing i uh, i i even read his uh uh, his books on writing, you know, where he talks about how to write and things like that. Just, I have, just amazing, I have, I have a copy. I, I'm looking to my right, and I'm seeing a copy of that book sitting on my book, bookshelf right on now. Writing. I've read it several times. <laughs> I refer to it all the time. It's very, very yeah. good. Um, just one real it, quick is the, the, one of my favorite books of all times, and I, I really, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, but another one that is non-horror, but it is fantasy fiction. Uh, it's uh, Eye of the Dragon. Fantastic book, one of my favorite. Very, very good book. It is my favorite book. Of one, one of his older works too. I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah going right, back yeah, right, correct, yes. But uh, oh, by the way, but speaking about him working outside of genre, um, he wrote uh, a it's and, and it was he was kind of trying to write like hard broiled crime novels, um, and it's called Joyland. Very, very good. Um, the opening, he he writes sort of that era of being like a young man in the sixties, seventies. He writes that so <laughs> yeah. so well. But Joy, Joyland. Uh, if anybody yeah. hasn't read that by Stephen King, very, very good book. Thanks, Dusty. And, Thanks and for the call. You bet. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Favorite Stephen King book, favorite Stephen King movie, or worst, because there's been some clunkers, I'll tell you. Uh, let's see. Caller, Tom, you're up. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, regarding a, a, a movie and a book. It's called The Stand. Yes. That, um, I look at it as a, as a strategy, or maybe something could happen with uh, Korea, especially North Korea. But it could start in South Korea, like a plague or a virus or whatever, like the bird yeah. flu. They that, called it. Uh, what, what did they call? It? They called it the the, the super flu, uh, like Captain Trips or something. Wasn't that what it's called in the book? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, let's say if something like that got loose over there in South Korea and, uh, well, let's say people started dropping off dead like crazy. What if, let's say, if the United States had a, a cure for it, well, that would be a hell of a bargaining point with uh, North Korea, wouldn't it be? Like, yeah, well, listen, hey, we're, we're, not, we're not talking, we're talking about guy. Stephen King <laughs> today, Tom, here, not you politics. Your nuclear program, you know? All right, thank, yeah, thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate it. Stan, very, very good book, very, very long book. And that miniseries, uh, that had Gary Sinise, uh, Molly Ringwald, it has not held up very well. Um, had Dauber from Coach. 
that that mini series of the stand was something else. All right, we're going to continue after the break. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Favorite Stephen King book, favorite Stephen King movie, or worst. Welcome back, Rob Report on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. We're taking a break for politics and stuff today because, I don't know, I, until even I sometimes just get a little tired of it. I am admittedly surprised by that. I, you know, it, it just, it's the same stuff. And, you know, part of it, it's it's summer, you know, nationally we're heading into the August recess. You know, a lot of the Trump stuff, it just seems to be repetitive now um locally there's not a whole ton going on and it's just i just felt like it would be nice to talk about something not that talking about politics and policy isn't fun um i enjoy that but i don't know today i just felt like a change of pace so we're talking about stephen king uh his dark tower movie well i guess it's not his movie but the movie based on his series of books uh out uh, it's in theaters now i believe uh and it's it's essentially um you know i not getting great reviews but you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes Stephen King, I think a lot of people sometimes turn their nose up at Stephen King because he's got a lot of sort of mass market appeal, right? Like he's he's a very, very popular writer. And I think sometimes that works against him, right? I mean, the, the people who decide what's cool or whatever sort of turn up their nose at, at him because of that, Um so I don't know. I you know I I maybe maybe it's that I, I'm looking forward to seeing it, and and I guess it'll either be bad or good. And and to be fair, there have been a lot of conkers with Stephen King books and Stephen King movies. But what's your favorite, or what's your least favorite? What what was just awful? What was delightfully awful? Because there's been some of those too. I want to hear seven zero one two nine three nine thousand eight 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 nine seven zero nine three two nine. Email talk at wday dot com. Caller Gail, you're up. Yes, hi. Hey, I just got done seeing The Dark Tower at the theater. You did? And How was it? Yes. And if, he, if no, you're no, no spoilers. The Dark no. Tower from the books, yeah. um, it's not there. The, it's the, not the there. character names are the same, and the premise is kind of the same. Like my husband said, they took like eight pages out of eight books and made the movie. However, I have to say, the movie was good. If you weren't expecting it to be true to Stephen King. Well, that's not bad then. I yeah. mean, that's not bad. No, I enjoyed it. I really okay. did. And I had heard some bad things going in, so I wasn't expecting much. So, I, think anyway, I think it's the sort just, of thing to where... I that in there. And my favorite book, I've read them all, all the ones that you've talked about, but my favorite okay. one is The Stand. The Stand is great. I, I read The Stand... Yeah. I must have been 16, 17 years old. And, and the stand, I mean, it, it, it seems weird now because that, that sort of, you know, dystopian future, post-apocalyptic story, you know, with all the zombies and everything is so common today, right? Back yeah. when the stand yeah. came out, yeah. you know, it was basically, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, there were other, I mean, there were zombie movies and stuff like that, but it wasn't, it wasn't as common as it is today. So it was, right. it was really sort of the first post-apocalyptic type book that i read and it was so hugely long i mean i my, my oh. parents couldn't believe i was carrying this dictionary around with me reading it um, <laughs> I, I know but it was it was it was <laughs> it took fantastic me all summer to read it the first time <laughs> it, it was 
Great book. And, you know, he actually came back later, and I, I thought this was such a mistake on Stephen King's part. He came back later and, like, released, yes. I, I guess, it, I, I guess yes. it's sort of like the director's cut of the book. Like, like, yes. like the, the version that he thought should have been published as opposed to yep. the one that the editors cut down. And, and he didn't and do I it. He didn't, that one, too. He didn't do himself any himself any favors with that. No, I, think he I don't think he long. added much to it. He really didn't. But, yeah. You, you gotta, you I have read that book, like, four times. It's it's, it's it's such so, a great book. Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing about that is, uh, and by the way, in the Dark Tower books, there's there's a part where they sort of go through the world of The Stand. And, I mean, there's some, right. The Stand is sort of intertwined, and a lot of yep. Stephen King stories are sort of intertwined in the book. Yes, um, absolutely. Stephen King, getting back to the point, I think Stephen King has in his career sort of become the sort of author, which is why maybe some of his later works now have been so hit and miss. I think he's yeah. become the sort of author who can just sort of steamroll editors. Right. Because how do you how do you how do you edit Stephen King? Right. Stephen exactly. King can just kind of do what he wants. Anything <laughs> yeah, he publishes his, is going to immediately be a bestseller. Some of his books written lately aren't all that good, but I still yeah. read them because it's Oh, Stephen I still King. read them. And it's not like they're terrible. It's just they're not. Right. They're not great. Um, so but but you thought it was good. I, I'm glad to hear that about the movie. And, and maybe maybe it's just you got to adjust your expectations. I don't think you can go in to watch an hour and a half long movie or two right. hours or whatever it is and expect to get the dark tower experience. I, I just don't that, think the movie format, the, the, the medium, the cinema released movie medium yep. is going to work for that. But if they took, if they took sort of his cast of characters and used them to build a different story that stands on its own yep. as it's good in its own right. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That sounds fun. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. And I wasn't going in with high expectations. So, uh, neither my husband and I are both big Stephen King fans, and neither one of us were disappointed in this movie. It just is not the Dark Tower from yeah. Stephen King. It, you know. So. Well, what what now? Now, what is your favorite? Your husband's favorite book? Um, I think his is The Stand too. The Stand too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both like The Stand, and and you're right. The miniseries does not hold up. From back in in the eighties, no, uh, nineties, the mid nineties is when it was I, done. It was um, like and, earlier and mid nineties, right? For today, you're right. It was it was awful. It was Gary Sinise before Forrest Gump, yep. Um, yep. before he was Lieutenant Dan. It was Molly Ringwald. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it was uh, Dauber from Coach. I don't even remember that guy's name as an actor. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name either. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying Blanking. to remember who else was in that, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, no. I remember enjoying it when I was a teenager, but then I tried to watch it again like it was on Netflix or something. I forget. It was somewhere, and I was like, oh, I should watch that again. And it was – I was like, yikes, yeah. this is bad. Yeah, agree, <laughs> agree. I do. All right, thanks for the call, Gail. Appreciate it. 701-293-9000, Stephen King fans out there. Are you going to see The Dark Tower? What do you think? And uh, what's your favorite Stephen King movie, favorite Stephen King book? I want to hear it. 701-293-9000, email talk at wday.com. Trevor emails. He says, I really loved 112263. That's the title of the book, the date, November 22nd, 1963, which, of course, was the day President Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, Trevor writes, where a guy goes back in time and tries to stop the Kennedy assassination. A TV miniseries, the TV miniseries was fantastic, too, starring James Franco. Um, the, the book was good. Um, not one of my favorite Stephen King books, but, but good. I mean, I, it wasn't bad. I read it. Uh, the TV series was, was okay. It was on Hulu. Uh, did star James Franco also starred North Dakota native Josh Demel. He was also in that. I did so not for, know that he is. Yeah. He's got a, uh, he's got a role in that. And, and by the way, 
he was excellent. I, I honestly thought he was better than Franco, and his his role was much smaller than Franco's. But um, if you read the book, the the character that he plays is a very very scary, very chilling character, and he really brought that to, to, to screen. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, Kyle messages. I'm excited to see what they will do with the remake of Stephen King's It. Yeah, Boy, there's a lot of there's a lot of people excited about that one. I'm not sure how you ever top Tim Curry playing Pennywise. His his portrayal of that clown was was nightmare inducing. Um, I mean, just just terrifying. Um, I still that movie is is I can't I can't watch it to this day. It's scary. The book's very very good. Um, the other thing, uh, what else was I going to say? You know, there was a period in his life, and I always thought that this was one of the most interesting things about Stephen King. Did you know, Natil, that for a while he actually wrote under another name? I did not. But again, I sort of missed out on everything about Stephen King because I was such a weenie when it came to horror growing up. You cannot up. possibly be that much younger than I am. I well, I don't think I'm that much younger than you, but I you just, I didn't you just didn't get into it. I didn't. I hate horror. I I hated to be scared. It wasn't but it's until not, not not all of his stuff is scary. But I, okay. I know, but yeah. but he you know when you when people tell you about Stephen King, they talk about all of his good horror books. Nobody ever explained to me that there were things that he had written that weren't horror. So what what Stephen King did with this other like he took a pen name for a while, and what he was doing is he you know he he had a lot of success. And, you know, he had, you know, Carrie was his first big hit, uh, and then it was made into a hit movie, and then he had some other, you know, he was having a lot of success as an author, and he got to a point where he wanted to figure out if he could, if he was at this point just successful because he was Stephen King, and he could just put his name on his laundry list or, or his grocery list or something and publish that and have it go, you know, bestseller. So he actually published some stories under another name, and they went out, and nobody knew it was Stephen King. He published them under the name Richard Bachman. Uh, there were a number of, of stories. My favorite from that era of his, and they all did, I think they all did pretty well. My favorite, though, was a book called The Long Walk. And it's really sort of like a Hunger Games, um, well before the Hunger Games, because it's, it's set uh, in a future and it's, it, you know, people are living under sort of a dictatorial regime, dystopian future, of course. And there's this contest where kids line up and they they just they just start walking and it's like this big national competition and the kids just walk and walk and walk uh and then as they 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 can't walk anymore they're killed right and and the last one to walk wins like this big this big prize and and gets lifted out of poverty and everything else it's it's sort of the hunger games i remember reading that that book is amazing and and one of his lesser known books not even published under his own name originally so, all right, we're going to keep going here. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. This is the Rob Report on 970 WDAY. We're taking a break for politics and news today. We're just having some fun. Stephen King books, Stephen King movies. If you've got an opinion, weigh in. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob Report on 970 WDAY AM, 93.1 FM. And, of course, 
Also, our podcast. You go to sayanythingblog.com, find the podcast tab. You can subscribe. If you've got a Android phone, Apple phone, it's easy as heck, even if you've never podcasted before. You'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, we're talking about Stephen King uh, because I'm just kind of sick of politics and the news right now. So we're talking about Stephen King because he's got a new movie out, The Dark Tower. Uh, that series of books is very, very good. It's a very big investment of your time, but trust me, it's worth it because they're a lot of fun. It's going to be unlike anything you've ever read before in your entire life. Um, and we, we got a report from a listener, Gail, who went to the movie. She said, don't expect, if you've read the Dark Tower series, don't expect it to be that, but it's good. It's good. So that was reassuring to hear, Natil. I'm glad, I'm glad it, at least in one person's opinion, it stands on its own two feet. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna make the point um, about Stephen King's short stories. Uh, I th- I think these are often an overlooked part. And and by the way, a lot of his short stories have have been made into some of his most successful movies. A listener earlier mentioned The Body that was made into Stand by Me, a very very good movie. Uh, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption became, of course, the Shawshank Redemption made into a movie, very very good. Um, there's been others too, The Mist. Uh, which was both a movie and I, I believe it's now even a series. I haven't seen any of the series. The movie is is good. The ending is horrifying. Uh, the, the ending um, the ending might make you cry. I mean, it's 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 a horrifying ending. So hold on to your seats for that. Uh, and by the way, that ending not in the book. Uh, the book had a different sort of ending, or the short story, I should say. But anyway, Stephen King's short stories are good, and I've always been an appreciator of short stories in general. I like short story anthologies i think it's fun to have sometimes to have a story that's just sort of stripped down to its bare bones and 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 you're just getting right to the point he has a collection of short stories i think published maybe in the early 80s it's called night shift and it has to be one of the most and by the way a lot of them made in a lot of the stories made into movies to my knowledge my memory no really very good ones but very, very group, good uh, group of short stories, um, including one, Nathiel, you'll like this premise. It's about a um, it's about a surgeon who's also serving as like a uh, like a drug mule. And he gets he gets into a uh, he gets into a crash and ends up ends up stranded on the proverbial desert island. And um, he has nothing but like himself and like a pound of heroin. And and I and I, I think like like some knives or something. And so somehow like begins uh, cannibalizing himself using the the using the heroin as that's awful as a as a painkiller. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like that premise. What is wrong the, with you? The premises that he comes up with. I, I tell you, at one point in my career, I used to serve civil process, which is, you know, divorce papers, foreclosures, evictions, um, it was a time in my life I didn't have a lot of friends. Let's put it that way. Um, but, you know, basically, you know, I'm the one who had to come out there with the legal documents and serve people, uh, you know, deliver those documents essentially to them in a, in a very procedural way. Um, and, and a lot of times, you know, I had to go out into, into rural settings. And so one of, one of his premises really came home to me one time. I, I went out into this, 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 you know, way out in the boonies, ended up driving into this farmyard, where I, I shut down my car and was about to get out and was set upon by two just absolutely wild dogs that were jumping all over my truck, um, were barking. I was afraid to get out of the car, which is essentially, I mean, you add in a little car trouble, is the plot of Cujo, right? Have you ever heard of that book, Natil? 
I've never heard of the book Cujo, but I do. There's a Cujo reference in Archer at one point. Yeah, well, Cujo is about a, a woman who gets stranded in this yard by a, and pinned down basically by a wild dog, and she gets trapped in her car for days on end because this dog is rabid. Uh, and it's, it's basically like Jaws, but with a dog. Uh, the dog in a car in a farmyard instead of a boat and a shark in the sea. That's basically it, and it's terrifying. And it's it's just amazing to me that you could come up with with that sort of a that sort of a premise. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, just just to be that creative to take something like that and then just turn it into a book and have it be terrifying and fun to read. But you don't like being scared. You don't like the horror genre. I don't. I didn't for a very long time. In the last couple of years, I've started getting into it. I started reading H.P. Now that you're grown up. Well, it, and even more than that, because <laughs> I'm, I'm 28. So it took me until I was, you know, 26 or so before I started really getting into this. And I started reading H.P. Lovecraft. And I oh, love H.P. Lovecraft. I love that particular, like, super, super horror and I just I Cthulhu and and the, uh, the the elder gods yeah the, and, the, the and great all that old stuff. ones the Shoggoths all that good stuff uh, my my hedgehog's name is Relay which is the oh. great un- underwater city where well, great you really Cthulhu got into sleeps. it yeah wow so it's it was it was a really really awesome experience for me and now I'm starting to play horror video games and I'm starting to get into it I still can't do movies there's something about being stuck sitting for that long in a movie that I just can't do i think the movies are hard too because they always do that thing where it's like they have like the they have like they build the tension and build the tension and build the tension and then they do like the startle moments i think people have a hard time you you get jump scares in the video games and stuff too but i can always pause a video game and walk away if i'm in a movie theater i'm stuck there for an hour and a half and i can't i can't be just watch them at home well, maybe, but then I like if I turn it off and I, I don't. Go the hard back time, to the it. hard part was when you're done watching the horror movie, and if I mean, unless you're living with other people, you're all alone, and the house is dark. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good with that either. <laughs> you're gonna hear a creak somewhere in the house. Uh oh. Sleep, sleep with my housemate. Well, this is a fun Friday. We'll be back to politics and news next week, but you know, honestly. I think sometimes everybody just needs a break. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all the callers. Remember, you can always catch me here 1 to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday for 24 hours a day, seven days a week at sayanythingblog.com. Jay Thomas Show straight ahead. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Like you,